0: Hi, thanks for joining us again on our Chicken Meat Program podcast. I am joined again with Dr. Sonia Liu from the University of Sydney, who has been doing a lot of work in reduced crude protein diets. And this most recent project that she has completed has been looking at ways to optimise the amino acid profiles and energy in those reduced crude protein diets in chicken meat. Um, part of this project, um, you, you mentioned that there, there was potentially a difference in the ideal amino acid ratios for both standard chicken meat diets compared to the um, low-protein diets. Could you just start by
1: explaining to me why this is? Yeah, there are um, several reasons. So um, one thing we think um, may play an important role is digestive dynamics. So when we formulate a diet, reduce the crude protein diet, that changed the diet composition significantly. So uh, what we're trying to do is we've tried to reduce uh, soybean meal concentration by replacing it with supplemental amino acids. So by doing this, we completely change the the bioavailability of amino acids in the diet. So in most of the cases, we believe synthetic or crystalline amino acids, they are are rapidly digestible and immediately for absorption. So, um, So that means the digestive dynamics uh, is completely changed in these diets. Uh, and also we see a significant increase of the grain level in these diet as a consequence, a sort of combined effect of this cost of feed formulation and also the efforts trying to reduce crude protein in a diet. So in this and we increase the starch content in the diet. Um, so that may change the starch protein digestive dynamics and uh, glucose and amino acid absorption. And that may change um, the, the way diet works in broiler chickens. Another interesting thing is lots of, uh, lots of ideal amino acid ratios actually developed overseas in corn-based diet. And in Australia, we use wheat-based diet. And the challenge to reduce crude protein in wheat-based diet is even more uh, than, it's greater, it's greater than corn-based diet. The reason for that is um, corn inherently contains less crude protein level uh, itself. Therefore, when we formulate diet containing the same, the same protein level. Uh, So a corn-based diet would contain more uh, soybean meal and a wheat-based diet would contain less soybean meal. So uh, when we reduce crude protein level in wheat-based diet, so that situation will, that difference will become even more obvious. Therefore, we think there is possibility the ideal amino acid ratios generated in corn-based diet may not be uh, optimal for wheat-based diet.
0: That makes a lot of sense the way that you ver- you just described it, Sonia. Thank you for for, for explaining that so concisely. Um, so I wanted to get an idea too of what different trials you ran to work this out.
1: Yeah, um, we conducted three studies. So the first one, what we did is we compared uh, three sets of ideal amino acid ratios, in conventional or reduced crude protein diets. Um, and also what we found is the there were their interactions of what what's the best amino acid ratios in different diets. So some um, some amino acid ratio is good for conventional diet and some is, um, is good for reduced crude protein diet. That sort of emphasised or confirmed our hypothesis and the, the, the way the diet composition uh, changed a lot in conventional and the reduced crude protein diet. Therefore, the amino acid requirement in this experiment expressed as amino acid ratios may change as well. Then uh, subsequently, uh, we conducted two more studies and uh, just uh, to, to test supplementation of arginine and supplementation of phenylalanine and tyrosine, which are the amino acid. Way. We try to compare different ideal amino acid ratios and where is the biggest um, difference. And the, this is where we saw difference. So we sort of want to test um, supplementing these amino acids. Will that make make change in reduced crude protein diet. We also test sorghum as well because sorghum is another um, primary fade grain we use in Australia. So we test the sorghum-based diet. And we also test um, whether it's possible to reduce energy density in reduced crude protein diet without compromising gross performance Um, because the way energy is another expensive um, Nutrients or component in the diet.
0: Thank you, Sonia. I'm glad that you mentioned that you also uh, looked at sorghum as well, because that was another question that I was going to have. Um, yeah, there are definitely those two different grains that are used in in our meat chicken diets, uh, just because of availability. So, just in regards to the results that you got for this, would you be able to give us an indication of what you found?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's quite interesting in terms of wheat and sorghum comparison, because in conventional diet, I think people's view, the conventional view is uh, sorghum-based diet would generate suboptimum performance in comparison to wheat or corn-based diet. But then our experience in the past few years doing sorghum-related research is a sorghum-based diet is really giving you inconsistent performance. We've seen experiments when sorghum-based diet actually outperform both corn and wheat-based diet. Um, so in the context of reduced crude protein diet, um, sorghum, sorghum is actually a better candidate than wheat. And we think the reason there um, is perhaps the sorghum inherently contain uh, less crude protein than wheat. It's a bit the same than the comparison between wheat and corn. But because sorghum contains less protein, Themselves, therefore, uh, sorghum-based reduced crude protein diet still contain more soybean meal uh, than uh, wheat-based reduced crude protein diet. Th- therefore, um, when we compare performance, and the sorghum-based reduced crude protein diet would give us a better performance. Um, so then, that would give us interesting implications Say every time when we actually deal with a feed grain containing higher protein level, which we did see a lot in the past few seasons, um, and then the crude protein level in our feed grains, just the kingpin crazy. Um, so when we're dealing with feed grains contain higher crude protein level, we just need to pay attention when we formulate a reduced crude protein diet, that diet would contain less soybean meal and a more uh, non-bound amino acid and perhaps more grain as well. So, um, the diet composition difference in comparison to a conventional diet would be even more obvious. So we need to pay more attention there. Thank you so much for explaining that, Sonia. Um,
0: so you did sort of touch on some of those implications then, but I was wondering if there is any other overarching uh, final comments or implications that you might like to share with everyone regarding your, uh, your project, your studies that you did in this area.
1: Yeah, so um, despite that there's still lots of challenges and questions waiting to be answered, and the good news is um, from our research, it is completely possible um, to drop crude protein level for grower and the finisher phase. It's completely possible to drop crude protein level by one or two percentage point without compromising growth performance. So what we need to work now is whether we can uh, further reduce that crude protein level or um, just uh, in combination of local available feed ingredients, whether that's possible for us to completely replace the soybean meal to reduce our dependency on importation. And then um, another thing is um, the, energy density bit of experiment is also interesting. In uh, one of our study, we only tested about two treatment as a sort of a preliminary uh, pilot study. So reducing energy density by 0.5 megajoule per kilogram actually did not compromise gross performance. So, this is in comparison to the 2019 breeder guideline. And we realize there's a new one just released a few weeks ago, and that energy density reduction um, has already been reflected in the, in the guideline. Um, but that's not a result of our research. Um, but um, I just want to say, emphasize saying there's certainly possibility to reduce energy density in broader diet um, then we will be able to further reduce cost as well. That's wonderful. Thank you
0: so much, Sonia. That's okay. (laughs) Thank you again for your time. For anyone that's interested in reading a little bit more about your project, there is a summary as well as your final report that will be available on the AgriFutures Australia website. And I believe there's also some papers that have been published from that too, which are identified as well. So thank you again. It's been wonderful talking with you Um, until next time. Thanks, Sonia. Thanks, Rachel.